Welcome into another edition of Sports Tonight. Bailey Burmaster alongside Lee Smith. We have some good topics to get to today. Um, rarely, it's it's football season, so we're not technically always talking basketball, but some big news today. We have the NBA schedule released, and let's discuss a little bit of these games, especially for the Hawks, of things that stick out. Um, first of all, they kick off the season on October 25th against Charlotte, so they are on the road. And then two nights later, they will open up at home against the New York Knicks, who obviously hey. went on into the playoffs. Uh, have any feelings about that first home game being against the Knicks? I'm excited. I think it will be a good. A uh, that's good going to be a huge atmosphere. You know, yeah. Trey a couple of years ago in the East, or not in the Eastern Conference Finals in the. Uh, oh gosh, what was it? The, uh, no, it was uh, the first round first of the Eastern round? Conference. Yeah. Um, Going up there, he get he got spat on. Actually, if anyone remembers that, um, hostile crowd, they were booing him, That's throwing right. stuff. So yeah, that should be a pretty awesome. Uh, first little uh, treat for the Atlanta fans. Uh, another game that's worth noting is on November 4th, they will go to Mexico City for the Mexico City NBA game this oh, year, cool. and they will face the Orlando Magic. It's, it's clear and you see this a lot in the NFL where they try and have games in Germany and London to appeal to a more international fan yeah. base. You know, you're an international fan, so it's interesting to see that the NBA is adapting that a little bit, and this one will be in Mexico City. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, anytime you get to go to another country to play, uh, obviously get new experiences, uh, and you get to take on a, a, a Magic team that's been kind of underachieving. But hey, who cares? You're in Mexico City. If you could play, if you were on one of these teams, what country would you want to go to? Ooh, any country? Any country. Oh man, uh, I'd have to go somewhere with a beach. I just feel like basketball and beaches go together so well. For some reason, I would have to say Spain. Or like Croatia, because I've heard great things about Croatia okay. that I think it's underrated. So that's uh, yeah. that's what I would say. And then obviously, so that game in Mexico City is on November 4th. Yep. On November 14th, that's when that in-season tournament, it's a new thing they're doing, uh, will begin. So everyone's divided up into groups. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Hawks are in Group A with other teams like the Pistons and the Cavs and the 76ers. So they'll do that, and that goes on for quite some time as they build into this in-season tournament. I'm eager to see what this looks like and what it, if it's yeah. as sort of attractive as the NBA is trying to make it look. Does it really make a difference? Is it is it really important, or is it just right. another thing so they can have more marketing and possibly get more dollars and try to increase yeah. the exposure of the game? Um, but ultimately, I don't I don't think a whole lot of people really care that it's a in season tournament. I don't think anyone's really going to know the difference. No, it's just going to seem. No. I mean, the season's so long; it's like just another. Another couple of games. And then uh, they will finish the season with four out of the last six on the road, which can be interesting depending on what the playoff picture is looking like. Um, Obviously, the Hawks trying to make it back into the playoffs, but we'll we'll see how this all pans out. It's a rather young team with some new faces. Yep, and I'm just waiting to see who's going to make it on the, uh, the roster. We shall see. All right, so... On our air, Lee, we have the Corky Kell Dave Hunter Classic that kicked off yesterday. The first matchup from yesterday was North Atlanta Mm. taking on Johns Creek, and then the game following that was Parkview Kell. Give me your first day thoughts on what you took away from us being out there all day. Well, high school football is 
a little hit or miss uh, with the level of competition you might see from an opponent. Um, Park View, well, well, I'll start first. North Atlanta mm-hmm. completely dominated. I don't want to be too mean with too the critical? assessment, yeah. but it it wasn't. It didn't look like um, didn't look like Johns Creek was really ready. Um, but you know, North Atlanta's got some players. But I'll tell you what, that second game though. Uh, so we let's see, we left at what a halftime, and it I think at one point um, Parkview had thirty six unanswered points. Yeah, thirty six. And then but Kel came back. That was crazy. <laughs> they, I think they came back and put 17 up, and it came down to the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, I think with nine minutes left, Kel was driving, and you're going, okay, are they going to maybe pull this upset out? Um, it was a rather crazy game. And you know what? That was such a long game. We talked about it last night, but that game kicked off at <sighs> 8. It was not over until we were officially off of air. And I think that was like eleven thirty four. That that was that was the longest high school game I've ever personally been to. It was almost four hours in my entire life. Like it was crazy. <laughs> I've I've never I've never never seen that. It, it, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of like a Saturday when you're uh, chilling watching uh, SEC on CBS. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know the game of the week. And it just keeps going. Oh, and yeah. it just keeps going. No, I had the exact. But I'll Same tell you thought. what, Parkview's got some players. They they do. They really do. I mean, we were talking before the game on who we need to look at and who we need to get some video of. And I I think, what, I gave you seven or eight just off the top. Yeah. And there were, could, probably could have been more, you could argue, that we need to get video about. Oh, Kel's quarterback, though, I'll tell you what. He, he could swing he, it. He did. Uh, number one, which is the quarterback, and then number seven. I can't remember the receiver's name. But they Vaca, Kyle Vaca. Yeah, so they, they connected on a, a like a I think it's a little over fifty yard pass um for the first score of the game. And at that point I was like, Okay, well we we, we, we got some offense, so that's good to see. But then part view it was just thirty six unanswered. It's kinda hard to win after you give mm-hmm. up thirty six unanswered points. And those games will continue on throughout the weekend. So Friday football officially back. There's three games tomorrow. Tonight's games started off with Archer, uh, North Forsyth, and then tonight's Cherokee left West Forsyth. So um a lot of good games, and then Saturday's games, a lot of hype around that because they will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Oh, yeah. And the oh, kids yeah. love playing there because what? why would you not get amped up? Professional Stadium, uh-huh. 20 minutes down the road, the Falcons play there, the whole thing, indoors, great facility. Why not? So we're going to switch gears here a little bit and discuss some Braves baseball. They've been tearing it up lately, especially yep. against the Yankees. Swept them after getting last night's Game 3 win 2-0. Charlie Morton had himself a day. Six scoreless innings, ten strikeouts. Uh, what did you learn from this series? I'll let you go firstly. Uh, biggest takeaway was the starting pitching and the bullpen. They had two shutouts, and I don't remember the last time that's happened for the Braves. It's been a long time. Um to so to see the starters actually come out at a point in the season where uh, other pitchers have gone down and you've just needed depth and you've really needed somebody to step up pitching wise because everybody knows the offense is going to do their part every night. But when you've needed pitchers, um, they performed. They stepped up. Bryce Elder, um, 
he had a shutout along with the bullpen. And let's see, Charlie Morton last night had a <clears throat> another shutout with uh, along with the bullpen. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it was a one hitter actually last night, which was is. It? I, I, I'm not sure. One of those, either Elder or Martin. I'm pretty sure Elder had a one hair, which is crazy, um, considering where Bryce Elder was uh, for the past month, month and a half since mm-hmm. the All Star break. I also thought it was very interesting. Martin, as he like grew up a Yankees fan, so you know it's got to be good being out <laughs> there striking out Aaron Judge. Oh yeah, uh, and whatnot. Uh, I'll say this. I and you went Braves angle, so I'll go Yankees angles. What has happened to the Yankees? They just fall apart. I mean, I mean, they just disintegrated. There's no offense. You feel like there's no spark with this team, and you could argue that they had that just a short season ago. Somebody, I I can't remember the exact stat. I don't want to get this wrong, okay. but somebody said that it was the first time they had been under 500 this far into the season um, in over like a decade. At I least, a, at least a decade. That kind of sounds right. Yeah. It's, it's what what's happening. I mean, because they're usually in it. I mean. Well, and you you have to wonder what's the future for Aaron Boone, because oh, wow. that's an unforgiving that's not fan base. Good. Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's where not not a good at. time to be in. Well, a New York fan in general for baseball. <laughs> uh, Who's yeah. worse, the Mets or the <laughs> or the uh, Yankees right now? That's a great question. <laughs> Everyone's jumping on the New York Jets bandwagon. They're oh, like, that, ready well, for football yeah. Season. Well. Um, we wanted to have some little fun here as college football keeps creeping closer and closer and closer. So we decided to have some fun with our big college football predictions for this upcoming football season. Lee, would you like to go first or do you want me to go? Um, you go ahead. Go okay. ahead. So I wrote a few down, and this is based on articles I've seen from different conferences of what people are saying. Uh, number one, someone had Texas being the team that makes the college football playoff this year. Okay. And it nearly made me laugh because every year Texas is this team that... Because it's Oklahoma State year. <laughs> I wasn't saying that. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but... <laughs> Every year, Texas is the team that, you know, they're in a top 10 or they're going to make the college football playoff mm-hmm. and they fall flat every single season. And I, I just at what point do we stop giving them that just off their brand name so that they will not make the playoff? That is one of my predictions. Correct. Texas is never back. <laughs> Texas is never back. Hey, they haven't done anything since uh, Colt McCoy got hurt in that championship game. No, not against Alabama. That's not true. Uh, what's his name? Sam uh, Ellinger. Ellinger, Sam, yeah, he Sam Ellinger, won the yeah, Sugar Bowl, yeah, that, and that's when he well, said we're talking Texas about, is bad. We're talking about championships, I guess. Right? Okay, fair, fair. Um, okay, another one I wrote down. Uh, everyone has Michigan really high up in the rankings. Yep. I think that the Big Ten is overrated. Weak. Yes, dun, dun, yes. Dun, dun, dun. yes, I do, and I don't think Michigan will win the Big Ten title this year. No, well, I mean it's them and Ohio State. I mean and Penn I think, State, Penn State's got a shot too, an outside shot, but still a shot, I guess. I, Ohio State is always a powerhouse, and yeah. Hey, but Michigan ran through them the last couple of years, though. They have. That's so. True. That's if if it comes down to one game, I I don't know. I'm I mean, saying it's, it's not happening this year. That's oh, what I'm saying. Okay. Um, I'll end on a. I've been a negative Nancy with my prediction, so I will be a positive Patty in this one. Brock Bowers will be a two-time Mackey Award winner. Oh yeah, no question. For sure. Asked. Just, he didn't win his freshman year. That's right. So I was about to say he should have. He certainly should. Oh, that's right. He didn't. He should. Okay. 
Brock should have been like the first three-time winner, like consecutive back to back to back winner of that award. I think it was a little, he was he was robbed a little bit in his freshman year. Just throwing that out there. Well, he so was, yeah, I don't even think that's like a controversial take at all. No, dude, dude, I just dude, wanted to. Dude, dude was by far the best tight end last year. It wasn't even close. It, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it just for the viewers. I think. We're going to have a new national champion, and I think it's going to come out of the same conference as the SEC. Are you saying Alabama? I think I might be saying LSU. As I, I think I might be saying LSU, yeah. I don't hate that prediction. Look, if they can actually get some kind of consistency with that defense, uh, Harold Perkins, the uh, freshman All-American linebacker two years ago got hurt last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't there in the championship game against Georgia, the SC championship game against Georgia. Um, if you if you get him back, and there was a defensive tackle who was also um, a freshman All-American two years ago, they both got hurt on that defense. So with a combination of them coming back and then Jaden Daniels, if he actually like gets better or at least sustains what he was um, at the last couple of games of last year, I think they got a shot because they've always got athletes. LSU yeah. has Always going to have a good defense. They're always going to have skill players. If that offensive line can hold up, I mean, look, Brian Kelly did a great job last year. Yeah. I mean, great job. Yeah. I mean, so. I don't need um, that prediction. And all they have to do is if they can get by Florida State in this opener and then they can get by Alabama, they got a shot. They got a real shot. Um, of course, they would have to beat. I would assume Georgia in the SC championship. Yeah, it won't. It, it, Georgia won't make it easy, but no, never say never. I get what you're saying I mean, here. They got a shot. I get what you're saying here. All right, we're gonna wrap things up here with what is on your mind. It is a Thursday, Lee. What is on your mind? All right, it's Corky Kell, a uh, really awesome high school showcase going on. Um, if you get a chance, you should definitely watch it. Um, if you can't go to the games in person, watch it here on Peachtree locally, Peachtree TV. Um, I think we've got pretty much games going from 4.30 to essentially mm-hmm. like well, 11, 11.30 last night. Yep. Um, but that Saturday matchup, it's that Saturday slate is always a killer, it's killer. killer day. Four games just from top to bottom. Oh, it's so cool. Um, what is on my mind? So I don't know if you watch Hard Knocks Lee. I haven't recently. So every week, I just love watching Hard Knocks and talking about it and and what I saw. And there's something that I love about Hard Knocks that they show every year. Mm -hmm. And that is when they do, like, the rookie talent show. (laughs) And I was really disappointed because the Jets' rookies were terrible. And all the teammates agreed. They were throwing papers at them and booing them, and they were making them redo it because it was so bad. When, you know, I think last season was the Lions when you saw, like, uh, uh, Aiden Hutchinson and Malcolm Rodriguez were on there, and they're dancing and singing Billie Jean. And I don't know, things like that make me really happy. And so I you're just, telling me they don't have talent off the field? No. Well, so, so let's hope they have it on the field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I enjoy those things. I like to see them, them embarrass themselves. It always makes oh, for, for, sure. for oh, fun it's great. viewing. So I was mad when the Jets didn't have it. 
Boo. Yeah. Boo, so hopefully they show like I think Ann Rogers said they didn't want to have it. That's what it was. Uh, maybe that's why. So they just listened. Yep, they just listened. <laughs> All right, we're gonna wrap up this edition of Sports Tonight. Lee Smith, Bailey Burmaster, make sure to stream us, listen to our podcast, Landon News First Plus. Make sure to join us tomorrow for another edition of Sports Tonight. See you.